Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time you are listening to this or wherever you are listening from. My name is Antonio Thornton, Dean of School of Business and Marketing for Directions University, and today we've got a wonderful, wonderful call. Uh, one of the things I love about being on all of these calls is I get first row, first hand, first row to all of the most amazing, amazing information. And today we've got a fantastic webinar planned for you. I will be listening to this multiple times myself because this is one of the areas I know I personally can improve in my business, and that is leverage. And we have none other uh, than Mr. Scott Manning, who uh, Gina's going to be introducing today shortly, who is one of the kings of leverage and in building and creating leverage in your business. So, you know, what are what is leverage? You know, that's one of the things we're going to talk about. You you hear that a lot. You know, you need to create leverage, but what does that actually mean? Uh, Scott's going to actually tell you. Well, this is what leverage is in your business. Uh, as as you know, with directions, you we we integrate leverage in almost every aspect of of our uh, business model. And, and you're going to find out how that's done for your business. You're also going to find out why leverage is important. Why do you need leverage? You know, why, why do we need this thing called leverage? And, and this is going to be one of the things you're going to want to really pay attention to. And you're also going to find out the examples of the role leverage plays in your business. Uh, you'll, you'll be able to see easily and directly how your business can immediately benefit from actually implementing forms of leverage. And I, I'm going to go ahead and shut up because I'm really excited about this myself. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Gina to introduce Scott. Thanks so much, Antonio. You know, this is lesson eight in motivation to profit. In the first four lessons, we talked about the first of the five core systems for business success, the mindset system. In the next three trainings, Lessons 5, 6, and 7, we talked about the second system, the monetization system. And with today's training, we're moving into the third key system, the core system that will lead to business success, and that is leverage. And I'm thrilled to have Scott Manning here to help Jack and I share with you the topic of leverage. Leverage is so important. It's that thing that helps you to get bigger results with the least amount of effort in the shortest amount of time. And yet it's also one of the things that's talked about least often that people really don't know at an intuitive level they need to do. Scott and I met just a few short months ago, back in March or April of this year, and we hit it off immediately because, like Jack and I, Scott is truly a leveragist. I'm going to let Scott tell you a little bit more about his background, but really listen to both what he's saying and read between the lines a little bit because everything this man does is an example of leverage that all of you will learn a ton from. So, Scott, why don't we start there with who are you and what's your background? I really want them to understand why we chose you to teach leverage. Well, First of all, uh, uh, Gina, uh, Jack, and Antoine, I, every, everyone here at Directions U, I mean, it, it's just an honor to be a part of your program again. And uh, I just, you know, really want to thank you for including me in this. And as much as uh, I appreciate uh, presenting and, and sharing my ideas and experience, uh, certainly uh, I know that you, you, you guys have been the most cutting-edge information, and I always learn just from being a part of the process and and uh, watching your examples of, uh, of of prosperity mindset and and, and money and leverage and, and just everything you're doing, so it really is. Uh, I, I intend to, to bring my A game everywhere I go, but I know I have to step up to the plate when uh, when I'm here uh, with all of you. So uh, th thank you again, and it's great to be among uh, friends and success-minded people. <clears throat> so you, you know, you asked for. So brief introduction, and I guess I'll just give you a quick, quick benchmark of my 
my life experience and what has led me to, to be on this call here today. I want to make sure I focus mainly on you because everyone listening here, I really your priority is to apply everything you hear to, to your life. And in fact, I would just lead with uh, one of my most important principles of leverage just to kind of get your minds in the right space, which, which I call uh, the questions of where is the profit in that? And everything in life you should really be thinking about, where is the profit in that? Because the profit is your ability to uh, find leverage and find opportunities where you might not otherwise see them. Uh, and, and that's what today's call is about. Everything that I mentioned to you in some way is able to be applied to different aspects of your business. You know, I began leveraging my time uh, as a very young entrepreneur. Uh, my, my first, I suppose you would say, official business uh, was starting out at the age of 15. Uh, I bought uh, the, the, the remains of a run-down sort of martial arts school. Uh, I had been practicing martial arts since I was five and a half years old. Uh, through some uh, early developments in my life, uh, my mom divorced when I was very young. I believe that I, I used the, my martial arts kind of as a sanctuary uh, to, to gain independence and to, to really take control of my life, which I had learned that you don't have much of, especially at a young age. And that martial arts stuck with me, the passion, the discipline, the leverage, actually, even that I learned through controlling my mind and through various moves and techniques. Uh, there's certain martial arts that are 100% based on leveraging your opponent's uh, strengths or weaknesses or, or energy. And so at 15, uh, prior to high school, uh, I started my first martial arts school. I dedicated my life to that for about 10 years. I built up a little empire where I brought on employees and had six different locations. And you know, I was doing pretty well. In my senior year, I made over $100,000 in income. And I, that's my first point of leverage was learning to leverage the efforts of others. Unfortunately, in our world today, most people think of leverage as simply getting things done through the efforts of other people. And while using people and applying them to your business is a great means of leverage, it is probably the most elementary means of doing it. So I learned very quickly that in having people on board, we, uh, you know, we also developed a lot of problems and quality control, and I became now more of a manager than really a business owner. So over time, I continued my study in, in, in business, and I went on to get my master's of business administration, and it was really coupled with seeing the ideals that I learned in school and then the uh, street smart entrepreneurship, or, or in other words, being my nose bloodied out in the trenches, uh, bringing those two things together helped me to, to form a, a more formulaic means of being successful in terms of business, uh, entrepreneurship, money, and marketing. Uh, along the way, through a consultant, which is uh, one of the most valuable things you can uh, learn and apply yourself, and in fact, right now, I would like to stop, pat yourself on the back, and realize that being a part of Directions University is, in and of itself, a form of the smartest leverage you could ever apply to your life. You see, leveraging other people's knowledge is one of the foundational principles of all successful people. I have a saying that says, you cannot be successful in life alone. No person could live so long as to figure out anything on their own. And that's why you have to leverage knowledge. Well, I leveraged knowledge of consulting in the martial arts industry, which led me to a good friend and mentor of mine named Dan Kennedy. Uh, he has a business partner named Bill Glazer. Bill Glazer and I, uh, really, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my relationship with Bill Glazer. And they developed a business training program where they created a after events in 108 cities around the United States. And I was the youngest business advisor to ever coach other businesses within the organization. In two short years, I became the highest performing business coach, so to speak, in anywhere in the United States. That led me to an opportunity to really apply my martial art knowledge, leverage, through the business advisor network. And I became, instead of teaching kids how to do kicks and punches, I began teaching 
business owners how to improve their success. And then I went on to train the coaches and the leaders of others on how to do the same thing. So my whole life has really been a transition from one point of leverage to the next. Uh, that morphed into, as I learned about information marketing, and I know where all of you are here on the call to learn, it's really how to leverage your information marketing business to provide multiple streams of income, to accelerate your wealth, to grow your, your business empire. And as I began studying information marketing, uh, I came across the many different uh, opportunities to apply what I had learned in real-life business as well as in the academic world to create an info marketing model that was as equal and powerful to a real-life business model. You know, there's a lot of, uh, we have a saying, say, be, be the wizard, but beware the wizard. Dan Kennedy taught me that. And, and what that means, it means that people sell you ideas that are going to make them profit. It's not necessarily means it's the right ideas for you. In fact, it's one of the reasons why I endorse Gene and Jack so strongly because they provide a comprehensive education. So if you think about it, if a person is selling some with-bang new online gimmick, it's because that's how they're making money. It doesn't mean it's the best gimmick for you to use. It means that's what they preach, that's what they sell. Well, you have to be very careful about following people just based on the thing that they're profiting from. That's why leverage matters so much, because it's not just one particular thing. It's actually your your evaluation of many different things and finding out how they fit into your puzzle. So I looked at information marketing, and, I, and she, yeah, I did the same thing everybody else did. I tried putting together an e-book, throwing up a website, trying to get a bunch of visitors to go and pay me money, and I got nowhere. Then I tried, uh, you know, building membership sites, and we've built dozens and dozens of membership sites for clients of ours all over the world, but I never made one work myself. Each person has a, has, a, has a feel for a different type of business model. For me, my best use of leverage and my talents came from applying the same leadership skills that I trained people in martial arts for a decade into just taking out martial arts and inserting business. I was a leader of people. There was no way around that. That's what I was good at. That's what I wanted to do. So I became a coach and a consultant. Today, I personally work with some of the highest-paid coaches and consultants all across the world. In fact, most of my clients are all seven-figure income earners who make over a million dollars a year for being paid for their advice, their guidance of others, and for their information marketing empires. Now, seven figures may mean nothing to you, but it's all about how you leverage your time to get to the money. So I'd like to begin this in-depth and very fast-action, rapid-fire content conversation today with this statement. It's not about how much money you make. It's about how you make the money, how you make the money. That's what leverage is about. Leverage is the how you make the money. So anyone can make, you know, let's say $100,000 a year just rolling up their sleeves and working hard. With information marketing, you might be able to climb up even to, to larger income than that. But the question is, how much of your life do you sacrifice to get there? Leverage is about finding pivot points, fulcrums, places where you can create multiple streams of income, actually working less manual labor hours to get to your end result. Now, here's what I would like to challenge you with. It's a very important belief that entrepreneurship and business is actually about leverage by definition. You see, any business that isn't focused around leverage, you're not a business owner. You're just a self-employed person who happens to write your own paycheck. There's, there is a world of difference between working a job that you call a business and owning a business that's built and grown based on the principles of leverage. Now, if you change your mindset to always be asking the question, where is the profit in that? then you will see your business as an investment, as a tool that you should be applying and utilizing and growing on a weekly, monthly basis. One of the greatest tests of any kind of business owner is to ask the question, what are you doing this month to grow and improve and expand your business? 
Because if it's the same thing you did last month, you don't have a business. You have a job. Most people are professional salesmen or saleswomen. They have a business. They have product services. They have info products. They have uh, workshops or e-books or coaching programs. They have all these things. And every month, they get up at the first of the month, and they go out and try to hustle sales till the end of the month. And if they make as much money as they possibly can, they pay all their bills, they keep what's left over. That's called having a sales position. That's not a real business. A real business is run off of systems. It's by definition is a leverageable asset that you compound on month to month to month. So to find out if you're a real information marketing business owner, you see what are you doing differently this month than you did last month. And how much money comes in today as a result of effort, systems, and leverage created last week. That's what it's all about. So today, I have a very special presentation for you in honor of my great respect for Jack and Gina. And I'm going to give to you what I call my eight big money breakthroughs. These are the most advanced points of leverage I could ever discuss with anyone. I could give you some bullet-pointed ideas that you could take in tighten a few screws or, you know, dot a few eyes, cross a few teeth, but I'm going to go for the big money today. I think that's what you're really after. And in order to really create leverage in your life, these are eight foundational principles that you must apply to your information marketing business. Now, yes, this applies to any type of business, but I'll be sure to customize it for you today. Now, right now, I'd like for you to write down three words. Number one, multiply. Your life should be about multiplication, okay? Most businesses, they're in, they're in the mindset of addition. How can I add a few more sales? How can I add a few more products? How can I add a few more customers? How can I add a few more employees? Well, give her the word add. That's the lowest form of math and of making money on earth. So now I'm starting thinking about multiply. How can you multiply your efforts? Uh, instead of adding a couple salespeople, you know what I do? I take companies and create a pay-to-play sales structure where people line up to write you checks to learn how to become your salespeople. That's called leverage. People pay me for the right to have a job. That's information marketing, and it can be done at any type of business on earth. But it's a completely different mindset. Instead of adding somebody who becomes an expense to your business, you create a viable asset because you're multiplying the opportunity. Next, write down the word exponential. Now, that's a big word. You know, that's where they have this small, tiny little number above the other big number, and it's about exponential growth. Well, the reality is there's no business that exists today that's more powerful than info marketing to apply the concept of exponential growth. Because in info marketing, perhaps unlike most other enterprises, you have the ability to create businesses within a business. In fact, I would challenge you at this moment in time, from this point forward, always think about every income stream within your business as a separate standalone piece. Most people, they have a blob of a business. It's hodgepodge together it, with no real direct connection or even purpose. But if you take your info marketing business and you listen to people like Gina and Jack, you will see exactly how you can break apart the income stream. You can grow the business exponentially. And then you apply exponential is multiplying the multiplier. I, I promise no more math talk, although... Show me a person who doesn't like math, and I'll show you a person who doesn't have much money. Now, the third thing I want you to write down is acceleration. That's the point of our conversation today. Leverage is a great word, but if you want to get jacked up about it, write down the word accelerate. Who doesn't want to get in a car, throw on that seatbelt, and slam on the gas pedal? Your life should be about accelerating your results, accelerating your experiences. I play this little game with myself. I'm going to say it now because I forget it later. And it's I write down my 12-month goals, 12-month plan. And then I erase the word month and I write the word week. 
and I apply a month to a week in terms of accelerating progress. Now, this is not difficult. Leverage allows you to consolidate time, and that is what your life is all about. It's about the consolidation of time, the acceleration of results. And today, the eight big money breakthroughs that I give you, is exactly what's going to happen. Now, I'm going to give you the truest sense of the word leverage here. So right now, today, I happen to be standing, uh, looking out the window at a beautiful city of Houston, Texas, high atop the, the nice Western Hotel, which happens to be attached to the famous gallery of mall. I'm sitting here with my two little four-legged children, so you may hear them bark from time to time. But the point is, I've spent three days here working with one of the most successful, highest-income-earning dentists on earth. He has a three-operatory practice with five people, solo doctor. Okay? His last month's bring-home-in collections was $375,000 for a single month. And you want to multiply 400 times 12, you'll quickly learn that he's a tick under $5 million practice. That doesn't happen without leverage. Now, the beautiful part about what I do with him is that everything we create within his practice to sell his high seat cases, we turn into a training package of material that we can sell to other doctors. He also happens to be, get this, <laughs> my dentist. Now, I work with hundreds of dentists all over the country, and never that I feel, you know, quite comfortable enough to move forward with somebody ripping my teeth out. So I have a very special relationship with this one particular doctor. Nonetheless, three days ago, right before a four-hour presentation, I had three wisdom teeth pulled out, some teeth prepped, and then yesterday I did staff training. I don't say that to impress you. I say that because I just consolidated what take most people four months to get done in three days client consulting, staff training, build an info company, get three wisdom teeth pulled and prepare my teeth for what's next. I consolidated everything because I believe in the art of acceleration. Why on earth would you want your goals in life to take longer than they need to? Life is about an accumulation of experiences. And the leverage is the ticket to get there. With that said, I like for it to prepare to write very fast. Now that we covered the sort of mindset stuff, and we're going to dive right in. So I call these eight big money breakthroughs or eight big money points of leverage. The first one is, and they're going to be quite different than what you uh, might think. The first one is what I call the power of who. Now, the power of who means that who your customer is dictates how much leverage you can have within your company. No matter what kind of information marketing you provide to people, no matter what your business or income streams are, the most important aspect of your company's profitability is who you choose to sell to. The greatest leverage on earth is your customer's ability to pay the money that will get you to your goals faster. So write this down. It's a famous sentence of mine. Not all customers are created equal. And if you will embrace that sentence and you will deliberately select out the type of customer you want to work with that can follow in line with all the other points of leverage I give you today, you will find the ability to create a multiplication within your business. There's a certain type of customer that can be sold information to that buys faster, that pays more, that tells people about it, and will keep coming back. And if you don't carefully construct and design the info business around the ideal customer for you, you're going to have an uphill battle. You're going to be playing in the, in the game of addition instead of multiplication. Now, here's the number one most important aspect of an info marketing customer. You ready? They buy. I know, blinding flash the obvious. But here's the point. It's a really dumb idea to be in the convincing business. Rather, you want to be going after customers that already get the idea of investing in themselves, that they value information. I do a lot of work in professional practice industry. Okay? The best way for me to tell if we're going to be a good client or not is if they're already somebody else's client is they're already investing in themselves. So I want you to think very carefully about the concept of who your customers are because leverage begins 
with the quality of the buyer. It doesn't matter how great your information is. If you go after people with a limited ability to pay, no leverage. So the second point of this, before you go to that, let me just remind everybody, go back and rewatch lesson five that was all about finding your ideal customer, identifying that ideal customer, understanding the power of who. Look at that message again and see if you don't come up with a different idea for your ideal customer. Go ahead with number two, Scott. Oh, thanks, Gina. And, and, and I should say in full disclosure, I know that Jack and Gina provide very comprehensive information. I'm sure that everything I say today you, you've heard and they've trained and taught you on. So simply uh, o- open your mind to how it applies to leverage and, uh, and definitely use all the training sources and material you have available. So the next point of leverage is price. So the, the, there is no, if you think of leverage as a, if you want to, if you want to go like with the technical term of, of a fulcrum, okay, or you think of a teeter totter and, and the teeter totter is going to go up and down and your objective is to go as high up as you possibly can. What weights the other side down to flop you up in the air like a catapult is your price. That is the most important number in your life. And the price is what allows you to have liberation from everything else. And so in order to leverage, in order to get a multiplier effect, people always say, well, what's the fastest way to grow your business? The answer is always, well, raise your price. Well, of course, it's not completely that simple. You have to apply the other seven points of leverage that we're covering today. But price is very important because it determines the volume of people you need to be able to achieve your goals. Now, i got to tell you, I work with a lot of people, build a lot of businesses, and never do I like staring myself in the mirror in the morning when I have to go fight the volume battle. And what that means is that I want to stack the deck in my favor. I would much rather go out and get a smaller number of people to pay a larger amount of money than have to go and can continually feed the pipeline with endless amounts of new customers. The hardest thing you'll ever do is go get new customers. Now, you should get as many as possible, but it should be great if you could have a bigger victory because they were paying more money. It makes all the rest of your effort worth it. Now, the great thing about listening to what Jack and Gina provide to you is that they can help make your information more valuable. And that's the key. One of the most, uh, the sweetest pieces of information marketing businesses is that in essence, they have very little cost of goods sold, meaning that the price point has the most ability to be liberated and leveraged because it's based on the actual value you provide with the information you sell. So work this number over. I'll give you my best analogy. If you want to get into a car and you want to drive around the racetrack, Uh, You get to choose the car you drive. So you can, not that there's anything wrong with it, but you can hop in a Kia and you can floor it to to the gas pedal and you, or you can get in a race car and you can do the same thing. And it doesn't matter how hard you push and how fast you try to go, that Kia is never going to beat the race car. And your price point can be your race car. It's a multiplication sign that gives you leverage. I normally spend a half a day presenting these eight, so I'm going to continue to move very fast. The next point of leverage I call the power of control. Now, this is very psychological. And basically, the power of control buys you speed of closing the sale. So one of the most important aspects of any business is from the first point of contact to how fast someone buys. If you want to accelerate your cash flow, you want to create leverage in life, then you have to get people to move faster in the direction you want them to go. I believe the number one way to do that is through leveraging control of the relationship. So when a prospect enters your website or they go to your live event or whatever they're doing, perhaps you're doing a coaching consulting style program, you want to be the doctor who dictates what the prospect's supposed to do. 
it, people really don't want to come to your website and try to figure out what they're supposed to buy. They wanted the treasure map to be rolled out and highlighted with a big yellow marker exactly the path to follow, the things to go and do, what they should buy, and where they're going to end up. They want the plan. And so in your business, you want to give the customer as much leverage as you give to yourself. And that's through control over the relationship. Now, I can give you a lot of different leverage points in terms of control. In coaching consulting, the best one is what I call is pay to play, meaning that if you're going to sell them something, get them to buy something first. So if they pay $100 for a consulting session, or perhaps they invest in an introductory program with Directions University, well, the best thing you can do is find the best buyer by someone who invests money. Then you take them through a specific structured process and you open their mind to possibilities and then you sell them the next thing they need to get the, the, the greater amount of success that they want to have. So it's really important that you do not leave the sales process, the marketing funnel, up to the chance and the actions of the buyer. You want to be the one in control. The fourth piece, leverage point, is what I call the power of the money pyramid. So draw a little triangle on your page there. This is your pyramid of money within your business. Now, the pyramid is, is, is the best example for an info marketing business because most people, when they're selling information marketing, they're usually selling at best maybe a few different items. Usually, though, they have a linear approach, meaning they begin with an ebook, a home study kit, a teleseminar program, uh, a coaching business. Uh, maybe it's a live seminar format. They begin with a webinar. They begin with something singular. They begin with a place where the customer can start. And then most people get caught up in the game of just driving more people into that one thing. Instead of remembering that the value of leverage is in the ability of one customer to turn into something more valuable. And I have a very important revelation for you. Your best buyers always want more. And here's what happens. If you don't provide them something else on the menu, they'll take their appetite elsewhere. When I was running the local coaching program in Indianapolis, I built seven-figure, $1 million coaching business in a local city working six days a month. You know how I did that? It wasn't because I had a volume of people in a room. It was because I got really good at identifying the most successful business owners and in giving them a cherry-on-top kind of a premium option of what I was going to offer. So I noticed very quickly that all the doctors, all the lawyers, all the people that were high-paid professionals, they'd sit in my room for two hours, then they'd leave at lunch. They'd always miss the pitch. That's because the highest income earners aren't groupies. They're all busy making money. So I quickly looked at that room and said, holy cow, if I see somebody walk in who's a professional, they set out their occupation or they're in a nice suit, or they look very intense, serious, then I'd better go say hi to them quickly, tell them, hey, you should leave at lunch. Instead, let's meet next week one-on-one. -on -one. And so I quickly picked out the cream of the crop, and I moved them up to a higher status on the money pyramid. Now, in info marketing, which that's what that was, was info marketing business. It was just done in a local environment, in a single room, in a coaching format, in a, in a city. But your, your equivalent of that is driving somebody into your lead funnel, buying a low-end product, moving into some kind of series like you're listening to today. And then if you're really serious, if you're the best type of person with the most ambition, you know what you want to do? You want to get on the phone with Jack and Gina and say, hey, fix me all at once. I want the best. I want to work with you two individually. Or I want to come to your next live event. I want to be a part of the advanced version of this. That's what the best customers do. But if you don't give them a ladder to climb, they're going to go find someone else's. 
No, I was coming full circle to a point. You know who my best clients, my best referral sources were when I built that seven-figure coaching company? Other business coaches. Yeah, you'd think they'd want to go ram their head into a wall because I was stealing all their customers. The reality was they were peaked out. They didn't have a ladder. So they were doing their customer a favor to bring them over to let them climb my mountain. So in your business, you want to identify those things and never, ever think of competition. There's no such thing on earth because the, you don't control competition. The customer does. If you don't expand the customer's mind, they'll find someone else who will. So you have to have the power of the money pyramid in place. You've got to give your best customers a mountain to climb. Now, I'm going to finalize this number four because we're at the halfway point and say this. It's not always the top, although that's where the money's at. Okay? All the profits in the top of the pyramid, all of it. When I work with the doctor, we always say the first million is the hardest. Well, no kidding, because that's what pays all the bills. But if you stop at the first million, you're never going to get rich. You've got to add that million on top. That's like just eating a cupcake without the icing. You've got to have the icing if you're going to get rich. Wealth is all about the icing. And so in your business, the top of the pyramid is the icing. But you've got to have something to put the icing on. So the foundation of your business is making sure you have enough of what I call entry points. You have to have enough entry points into your funnel so that people can climb the mountain. Guess what? You want to talk about leverage? If you have one path for people to go, you're going to get one stream of customers. If you got six paths, you've got that X, which is a multiplication sign, which is by definition leverage. Six paths to climb the mountain, six times the number of customers. Moving to next. Now you we're going to get into the ones that are the entire vortex yes. model, Scott. You just described the entire vortex model in a sentence. <laughs> well, Good job. I, I just learned from the best. I just listened to Gina and then uh, say a little bit differently. So, so well, listen, uh, now we're going to get into the, the, the meat and potatoes here. So the next point of leverage, I believe, is the single fastest, most amazing way to grow a business on earth. And it's what I call the power of alliances. Now, I'm going to tell you that in the info marketing world, the, 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 the terminology that's thrown around is affiliates. Well, affiliates were not created with the Internet, okay? The Tupperware party has been around a long time. And, and everything from affiliate to joint venture to alliance to partnership to sales force, they're all the same thing. They're all the same. The point is, within your business, are you the only one trying to grow it or do you have an army of people out there as your ambassador, feeding your funnel, fueling your machine? You know, i got to tell you, there's no two people on earth better than Jack and Gina to lay out this concept for you. They're masters at the power of the alliance. You're listening to example, me talking today. In your business, there's four big places to go and look, Okay. You want big leverage fast. Number one is your associations, your trade organizations, the people that might be in your niche space. Now, hang on a second. We're talking about we're talking about the info marketing. Well, in info marketing, you are selling to a certain type of person. So it might be that you're in a specific niche, a specific industry, or if you're just selling to the general info marketing world, that's an industry all to itself. So the first is association level, industry level. The second is actually one of the most overlooked ones. I've built companies out of professional industries with this one alone. Suppliers, vendors, equipment companies, continuing education sources. The question is, what does your buyer need to exist in their business? And then you make a list of those types of things, and you can create alliances with those people. Number three is the obvious one. 
who are the competitors in your space? Now, I'm using that word because that's what everybody recognizes. I don't believe in competition, but the point is, who are all the other people selling your customers something? Those are your best alliances. And then number four, the most overlooked one on earth is your customers are your alliances. That's what I mentioned earlier about creating a sales opportunity or a business opportunity or an independent distributor opportunity. Okay? Put your customer in a position to make you money and to benefit while they do it. The power of alliance is like rocket ship, okay? It's a jet fuel because it accomplishes what I'm going to talk about next which is the power of one to many. Number six, actually, in my Big Money Breakthrough presentation, I actually called this one leverage in the, in the plainest sense of the word. Today, I will explain this as the power of leverage is in selling one to many and creating systems that support your efforts with or without you being involved. So number six is encompassing the idea of automation. Now, automation can mean technology. It can mean people. Now, do you see a, a trend here? I just told you at the beginning that everybody thinks of leverage as people. Well, I hire people. That's called delegation, which that's fine. But, that, again, that's the most ele elementary aspect of leverage. But within some of the ones I've mentioned, there are points of putting people in as an asset. This is one of them. People are a system. Technology is a system. There are many different types of systems. When you grow your info marketing business, your mind capacity and your daily amount of hourly manual labor is the most limited thing there is. Your goal should be each month adding new systems of leverage to your company so that you create an ongoing compounding effect of growth. Now, the next piece of this is the one-to-many concept. I mean, you're experts at this if you're following Gina's, and I don't have to say a word about it. This is selling through teleseminar, selling through sales letter, selling through a live event where people are all in a room. This is selling through the efforts of others. That you want to not have to be doing battle one-on-one. -on -one. Or at least, if you're going to sell one-on-one, -on -one, you want to be dealing with the highest qualified, already committed, ready-to-purchase type of customer. In my consulting business, when I work with infomarkers, consultants, doctors, anyone who has a, a really desire to grow to a seven-figure income level, that these people go through a, a rigorous sort of interview process, they jump through a lot of hoops, and I only end up dealing with the ones that are really pre-qualified, vetted, and ready for the next level. I don't deal with the ones that are knocking on the door asking them for information. So you want to make sure that you structure your business in a way to where you can sell one to many. All right, moving on, we're going to finish with the last two. So number seven is a little bit ambiguous, but I call it the power of experience. And I suppose I should say, experiential selling. So you develop leverage when people's experience with you lasts. Some people might call this like a membership organization or they might call it a private club. In essence, you want to give your customers the sense of belonging. When you have a one-and-done transaction, you have no leverage. You want to create an experience for a buyer so that when they consume your information, they feel, I mean viscerally, feel different progress, okay? I call it obvious differentiation. You want them to go through some sense of a transformation. Now, you can force experience on someone by sending them gifts or unexpected bonuses or by including stuff that Gina and Jack do a beautiful job of, of mindset and prosperity. Every customer in every industry on earth needs to have more of a positive, prosperous, abundant mentality to be a good buyer. 
you want to make sure, and here's the power of leverage in experiential selling. Are you ready for it? Because this is, this is a complete game changer. It will transcend the elevation of your business. You'll be standing on the clouds looking down, having power over everyone. The experience of your business to your customer should be something that makes them a better buyer and by result, a better human being. You want to have experiential selling and delivery of your goods and services that actually improve the overall quality of life of the customer. Now, let me explain that you may think this is uh, duh, obvious, but if you go to any store, any business, any website, any guru out there, most of the time, I can't say the words on the phone today of how you feel after you gave them money. Usually, there is no experience, okay? It's very important if you want to leverage everything that we talked about today, it's making sure that you don't forget the after effect. Most people stop at the sale and they don't continue the relationship. Smart, successful, astute, wise people build a business around experience so that the relationship continues into the future and all the effort and everything you just invested in is not just for one singular transaction. The final point of leverage that I want to mention to you today is that you should maximize your info marketing empire. Every piece, every customer, every part of your business is able to be leveraged. Now, once again, we're on the phone with, with the experts, so I'm sure you're getting guidance on all of these things. What I'm explaining to you is the evolution of a customer is that they want to become you. And there's, there's great power in that. To truly leverage your, your business, to truly take the, the information marketing, your experience, your knowledge, whatever it is you're selling, to the ultimate level is to replicate yourself. So if I were to give you a quick continuum of info marketing, obviously you're starting with tangible information. Books, tapes, ebooks, courses, listening in, having manuals, home study guides, things like this. Then you're moving up to interactivity, live events, mastermind groups, uh, phone type of programs like this. Excuse me. Then you move to higher end events or workshops or how to training. Then you move to done for you. Whatever I'm teaching you, why don't we just partner with a vendor and let them go and do it? Because truly, your customer doesn't want to do it. They just want the results of what you're teaching them. Then why don't we give them an opportunity to be a, a protege, a mini-media, a mentor underneath you? Why don't we turn them into a sales force and let them go forth and multiply? Or we can ultimately put them in your business. We could sell them a license, a franchise. We could uh, replicate uh, another location or another uh, aspect of your business you could give to them, chop off, let them buy in. There's so many different evolutions of info marketing. And again, as you climb up the continuum, you get to bigger amounts of money. So if you really want to leverage, then you will allow your business to evolve into looking like a real company. Which means you may have infrastructure. You may have support staff. Now, you may choose to not have any of these things. But my job is to show you the possibilities of leveraging your mind, your information, and your income streams to the greatest degree possible. So I leave you with uh, eight Big money breakthroughs, points of leverage, philosophies, and tactical, tangible things that you can go and do. And I assure you, uh, uh, what I call the, to, to be ultimate, the ultimate superhero for your own life is to take all of these superpowers and put them into one. Okay? 
Every one of these things applied to each other is what gives you the greatest result. You can pick and choose, but success at the end of the day is not an all or menu. It's a very specific formula, such as leverage. The more multiplication signs you put in, the more exponential you think, the better the results will be. The faster you'll grow and accelerate your true desires for life. So I challenge you that do not let the kryptonite of Superman stand in the way, which is the lack of implementation. Again, you're in the right space. Directions University provides you the tools and resources to be able to move forward with your, your business and your ideas to continue to expand and to have that support system that is essential for every person. So I would just tell you to take advantage of everything uh, Jack and Gina have to offer. Let them help you to apply the principles I've shared. Uh, and by all means, if it's warranted and uh, uh, we might be a good fit or you receive some personal recommendation from Gina, I'd be more than happy to to help customize these approaches for you specifically on a strategy call of some sort. But, uh, Gina, I hope that serves your purpose and uh, everyone got some good value out of this, the eight points of leverage. Holy cow, Scott. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. And if you Can would... Can we come back and do this every morning? <laughs> we'd, like to, we'd like to get you get us going every single morning. Could you do that, please? <laughs> have Diana send me instructions in this lesson I really want to include something that tells them how they can get on to a strategy session with you Scott because I, I can only imagine what would come out of that sure <laughs> you're very well well I'd be happy to provide uh, some uh, some handouts as well that outline the, uh, the points of leverage and whatever resources we could they could provide and, and, uh, and do that for you. Awesome. Thank you. And several have asked if, if the notes are available. Jack put these right into the Motivation to Profit community on Google+. So if you just go to askcgg.com forward slash forum, it will bring you to our Google Plus community for Motivation to Profit, and you will see Jack's notes right there. I will also put in, as soon as we hang up, the takeaways from Lesson 8. I'd love to have two or three people unmute right now and tell us what they're taking away from today's training. So why don't you either pop into the questions, I have a takeaway, or just raise your hand and we'll get you unmuted so you can share your takeaway live with us because this was amazing. Who's got a takeaway for us? Jack, I didn't know you could type so fast. <laughs> well, I don't know that anybody could make me type faster than Scott can. He, <laughs> I, I, my fingers, he's just going through my fingers is all it was. I don't uh, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> that was awesome. Terry first I, and I then I knew I was coming and I, 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 I was prepared to be uh, a little bit like, oh, I've heard this before because I have. And it wasn't like that at all. I, I just love it. That's why I want – I'm going to just listen to this every morning. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Carrie, go ahead with your takeaway. Well, hello there. This is Carrie Tucker from com, and I'm up at 4 a.m. because I guess I had to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm I'm so groggy from Hurricane Izzel and all of the trauma happening on this little island I live on. And I'm really surprised to be up at 4 a.m., but I just knew this happened a lot with Gina. I don't know how she does that, but <laughs> <laughs> it gets me here. Um, I have been with Gina for a really long time. Uh, Gina found my passion that really wasn't a business, but she has always pointed to it because I'm just so passionate. <laughs> and I have tried to do my little life in the jungle here in Hawaii and raise my family, which kicks my ass sometimes. And I've really never given serious effort to really make this work. And today what you mapped out just showed me what a waste that is and how easy and fun it could be to just do this. So I just really feel blessed to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for getting up so early, Carrie. It was my pleasure. <laughs> Ron, go ahead with your takeaway. 
looks like you're self-muted, Ron. I've got one after Ron also, Gina. Okay, go. let's do Ron first, and then we'll switch over to you, unless we can't get Ron unmuted. There you go, Ron. Okay, I'm, I am unmuted. Good. Um, what I got out of this was the difference between being a business owner and an entrepreneur. I, I've never seen it more clearly uh, indicated. And, well, you know how it is. Sometimes you, you just you hear it and then you say, oh, okay, I don't think I want to continue just being a business owner. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I got out of this. That's a great way to say it, Ron. Good job. Go ahead, Jason. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay, this um, phenomenal. Uh, there were so many uh, takeaways in this. Um, the difference between addition, multiplication, and exponential growth off the charts. Uh, because it, it gave a completely new way of looking at how you expand your efforts in your business, how you grow your audience with qualified people. When you said the whole pay-to-play, you know, uh, the, the, um, yeah, the pay-to-play concept on uh, how people pay you to get involved with your opportunity and then they go through a qualifying process. You know, if that's not maximum, you know, leverage to, to just give them that feel that, okay, well, not everybody is accepted to work with you, that puts you in a completely different, um, it, it, gives you, it puts you in a different light than somebody who's just trying to sell their wares. You know, it comes back around to, okay, well, you know, are you qualified to work with me? That's amazing. Uh, you know, I, I've never thought about things like that. That was that was great. Uh, the power of who? Not all of your customers are created equal, and how you have to be selective of who you spend your time with, because ultimately it's going to grow or detract from your business. Yeah, and then the power of control over the relationship. You know, when you when you talked about uh, just how you structure that. You know, when you talk about the infrastructure of your business, how you have systems working, systems, and you add systems every month in order to further leverage. If you're not uh, working one system and then adding another one the following month, then you're really not uh, in a business. You're, you're, I forget the, the terminology that's used. I don't know if you said that, you know, you basically have a jobber, but it is, uh, you know, the fact that you are continually growing your business by leveraging more and more systems to make it that much more scalable. Yeah, just phenomenal takeaway. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Well, for everyone else, I want you guys to go into the community. I'm just posting it right now. And tell us what your takeaways are. Some incredible takeaways, I'm sure. Jack, you probably even have takeaways from this. I know I do. Yes. I you want to share uh, a takeaway? Yeah, my biggest one is that everybody comes back to center. When Scott does this, everybody comes back to what's the most important without all the crap that starts to cling on you like lint and static electricity. When you go back away from this uh, either now or the recording, think about that. Think about how you can keep all of that junk we call life and all the stuff we think is about our business to – that immediately will start to try to attack you in your email, in your social, in your everything that you do, and just get back to center. This is how you always get back to center in your business, period. And if it starts to get too cluttered, if you start thinking that you're getting – I'm talking to myself, you guys. I'm not just talking to you. <laughs> if you start get to get feeling like you're overwhelmed and everything else, just come back to this recording. I swear, it really does. It's accelerated my business growth and the growth of DU and the things that we're accomplishing because it has helped since he did this presentation at Entrepreneurial Authoring uh, Masterclass. Uh, Since then, I've been way, way more productive, way, way more efficient, and I'm just looking for leverage in all the right places. And it's just, it's incredible. And I just have to remind myself, you know, I can't have Scott every day come into it personally, but he's too busy. 
But uh, I, you guys all have this recording now. This is a treasure. This is one of the best. This is the crown jewel of, of what you need to understand about business. And it will guide you and it will keep you on track. It will get you back on track if you fall off. And you guys know, you know what's going to happen. You're going to stop here and immediately everything's going to come after you. And this will help you as that stuff starts to accumulate that you think for some reason is important and you keep it on, you keep it on your back, you keep it in your little to-dos and all that kind of stuff, this will erase all the junk, all the BS in your life, and you can get started right back at center, and that will move your business forward faster. That's my takeaway. And Barry says he's got a takeaway that just can't wait, so let me give Barry a chance to share his takeaway. Go ahead, Barry. Looks like you're self-muted, too. Hi, Gina. Thank you. I have two takeaways. Number one is that the relationship begins with the sale or that you don't stop selling after the sale. And then second is that uh, the best way to add value is to create an experience. And I will give you an example of a business that has not done that that's a client of mine. This client, believe it or not, has done $50 billion worth of sales over 20 years. He has a database of in excess of 100,000 people that he has in a CRM. He has not maintained the relationship with those 100,000 people, and now he's struggling to keep his doors open. Wow. So that gives you some idea of how important. You can do $50 billion worth of sales and still not have an asset if you don't maintain the relationship with your customers. Wow. And then it becomes almost impossible to revitalize that relationship when you have not maintained the customers. Absolutely. Wow, Barry, great story. Sure. So next steps, guys. Want to go into askggg.com forum, the post that's pinned at the top, click on the originally shared. It will take you over to just that thread and go ahead and put in your takeaway for us. Aileen's already done that for hers. If you'd like more info on leverage, leverage through alliances, the power of so many of the things that Scott talked about are all in the Joint Venture Systems Masterclass, at the moment still called the Joint Venture Systems Workshop. We talked about so many different examples of leverage today, eight different types of leverage, and at least six of them, as I was ticking them off, are in this particular masterclass. It's about a 20-hour course. You'll hear Jason Hodge in it. He asked one of the best questions I have ever been asked in any training I have ever done. And every person that has gone through that since that question was asked has been blown away by the answer to it. So I will leave you guys with that. It's in Module 11. You can get that course at askggg.com forward slash JVW and the number 2, JVW2. You'll find assignments for applying what you've heard today about leverage waiting in the members area. So log into DU and then go to askggg.com forward slash MTP, the same way you get to all the other lessons. And make sure you mark your calendar to join us on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern. The hug seats, what Jack and I are really doing when we're helping you to build your strategic plan, is to help you find all the different ways that you can use leverage. We may not use the word leverage every time we're bringing leverage into the conversation, But go back and look at those eight big money points that Scott made today. Every single one of them is talked about on every single hug seat. So if you go to apply what you've learned today and you go, hmm, don't know how to do this in my business, either get onto a strategy session with Scott or go book yourself for a hug seat at askggg.com forward slash hug seat. They are filling up fast, guys. The next one isn't available until the end of September. So don't wait. If you wait, it's going to be months before you get in for a hug seat. And join us because you will absolutely learn a lot just by listening to the hug seat calls on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. 
thank you so much, Scott, again. Absolute brilliant stuff as always. If there's thank anything you, Jack you, and everyone. I can if there's anything Jack and I can do to help you, just ask. We're here. All right. Well thank thank you everyone for your comments and Jack and Gene for the opportunity. So I appreciate appreciate your time. Thank you. Bye everybody. We'll see you guys on Monday for lesson nine. On Lesson 9, we're going to go into planning your products with membership sites. And notice that that's a topic that you normally think of as being part of the monetization system. Not in our world. Planning your products and membership sites is an example of leverage in our world. So it will be an awesome opportunity for you guys to see how that works on Monday's training. Have a great weekend, everybody.